Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, goddesses. Welcome to another edition of Awaken the Goddess Within. It is Psychic Wednesday, of course, so I have Elizabeth Harbin with me. As always on Psychic Wednesday, we offer free readings to callers. The call-in number is 646-668-8327. If you're tuning in now, be sure to call in if you have a question or if you just want to get a reading. Uh, Be sure to call in now. We normally have a big long list of callers, so it takes us a while to get to everyone, and we can't guarantee that you'll get in if you wait too late to call, because we want to make sure that everybody has ample amount of time to get their questions answered and to get the reading that they called in for. So, again, if you're just tuning in and you'd like to call in for a free reading from Elizabeth Harbin, the number is 646 668 8327. And I just want to go ahead and start the show before I introduce Elizabeth and we get going on what we're going to talk about today before we have a caller call in. Um, the energy is a little different for me today. I don't know if everybody else is feeling it. I know this is a global experience, so I'm always under the assumption that if the energy is off or feeling weird or feeling a little uh, different, <laughs> I guess is a good word, um, that it's that way for everybody. But I know that we're also in different, um, we're at different parts of this journey. We're, we're on different steps of this ascension process. And as a result, uh, I'm well aware that some may be having a totally different experience today. But for me, the energy is a little different. It's a little different today. Um, I have had quite a few uh, very vivid dreams in the last couple of days, lots of information downloads, lots of um, just, uh, I guess, emotional releases happening and a lot of chakra um, activation going on. Uh, the heart and the solar plexus to be specific. So, uh, of course, the heart chakra is involved in this ascension process because this is a movement into 5D, which is a uh, Christ consciousness. It's an unconditional love state of being and as such of course the heart chakra is involved in that i remember a long time ago elizabeth was telling us that we needed to start grounding up into the heart she wasn't really sure what that meant well that's what it meant we needed to be grounding up into the heart because the heart chakra is now considered the grounding space for the 5d uh for the fifth dimension because again it's a state of unconditional love and christ consciousness so it all makes sense. But as a result, you may be having some intense emotional releases. You may be going through quite a few of the ascension symptoms, which I can list for you on our page, Girl Power Hour backslash, or I'm sorry, Facebook.com backslash Girl Power Half Hour. Um, and then you can check those out there. Uh, but some of the things specific to the heart chakra is that you might have some fluttering or uh, even some like heart palpitations, some um, even some pain. Of course, check these things out if you have a history of any heart disease in your family. I'm not a believer in disease. I believe disease is a dis-ease of the spirit. However, I am aware that if we have not healed our spiritual emotional self, we do manifest these things physically, and therefore we can, of course, end up with a heart condition. And as such, um, it is certainly important to make sure that you check that out. Uh, before just taking my word for it, Elizabeth and I are not doctors. So as a result, I don't want you to hear that and then think nothing of it and then something worse is going on. But I am aware with my own experience that the heart chakra clearing um, and activation is involves a whole lot of fluttering in the heart, palpitations, and sometimes some chest pain. It will not be severe and it will not cause you to 
uh, feel lightheaded and it will not cause pain in your arm or in your jaw or any of the other things that are associated with a heart attack. But it will cause some uh, discomfort in your chest area momentarily. And so that has been going on for me as well. Um, and maybe that's what's going on with the energy being different for me today. But I do know we had a little bit of a difficulty even getting together and connecting online before the show. So I know Elizabeth is going through that a little bit, and it's just kind of weird. And that's kind of all we could say is this is really weird. <laughs> this is really weird. So we have a couple of callers lined up, but I want to go ahead and, of course, introduce Elizabeth Hartman. Welcome, as always, to the show. Thank you for finally – I'm so glad we finally got connected and we're able to to talk right now. Oh, gosh. I don't like days like this when when I can't get through and <clears throat> electronics are weird and and I don't know what's going on. That's I don't like that. I never have. I don't I don't right. like <laughs> that sort of thing. But uh, it is probably a technical situation as to where I forgot to put the battery. I didn't change the battery. You know, one of those simple things that isn't something right. that's just so metaphysical that. Everybody decided to come in into the room and just suck the battery dry. No, that didn't. That's not it. It's just, <laughs> you know, it's just that really cooler. more. You know, it does. It sounds cooler. Like, oh wow, but <laughs> but I will say something that that we've been talking about. You and I haven't talked a lot about this, but that's because our lives have been we've been so busy here lately. A lot of the information that I'm getting from people on the other side, it's very interesting. And what the majority of people are connecting to other people, one of the first things that they seem to want to get across is forgiveness. They are asking forgiveness. Mm -hmm. They're asking for a release of the attachment or whatever that is that's connected to these individuals over on the other side. And I found it absolutely extraordinary because one of the things that I keep getting as far as messages are concerned is that there is a huge awakening on the other side. This huge awakening Mm -hmm. is also activating people there. It isn't just our side. It is their side too. And for those of us who are connected to those people on the other side, if it's a connection of anything less than love, we have to let that go. We have to. We have to let that go. We have to release sadness. We have to release grief. We have to release all of those emotions that are connected to these individuals so that they can do their job so that they can help us out so they can live their life in love and then they can share that with us here. I did not realize how important that was, but, you know, you and I have talked about this before. And we talked Mm -hmm. about, I kept hearing the message, we need to ground up. We have got to get grounded up. Well, okay, now we have an answer. It's to the heart chakra. Now we know what's going on. With that information, being connected to the heart. What we also have to do now is to release those people, animals, everything, on the other side. doesn't mean we don't love them. That's not what I'm saying. It doesn't mean we're not going to be connected to them. That is not what I'm saying. 
what I'm saying is we have to allow them to do their job. And to do their job, they cannot be connected to us in fear, hatred, anger, sadness, guilt, all of that. So the majority of these people that I'm getting in touch with, the first thing they're coming to me is forgive me. Some people, when they die, the people here get angry. How dare you die on me? You promised you'd never leave me. How can you do this? Well, that can stay for a lifetime. It may not be conscious. It could really be unconscious. But they are coming through saying, you've got to release me. Let me go so that I can do my job so that I can send this love that we need on this planet so bad and help us do that. So that's wow. my that's my info for right now. I've had, <clears throat> excuse me, I've had so many people let's say just in the last two weeks. Since our since the last time we talked on the air, mm-hmm. I've had more people come through saying, Please forgive me. Please forgive me. Please let this go. Please let this go. Let me help you. And when these people open up and they go, okay, well, maybe I have been holding on to this, and they let go, then they start seeing these little miracles pop up and these little amazing, you know, the the synchronicities of life start to show up. Um, Yeah. Amazing gifts start appearing. People out of nowhere show up. Um, Twin flames show up. Soulmates show up. You know, that's spreading like wildfire all around the planet. Mm-hmm. So I find it interesting that we are at this point in time where we're getting the message and we're getting messages, but it's mm-hmm. beginning to get really clear now. So the reason we're having the heart flutters, sometimes even it feels like indigestion. It just feels like we're uncomfortable, uh, pain in the backs, pain in the shoulders, just pains, aches, those kinds of things. It's we're trying to get used to this new energy. And sometimes that's kind of like letting us know, you know what, there's a block there. There is a block. Right. It's not free, free flowing. So we need to be aware of that as well. So that's anyway. very true. Yeah, that's very true. That that makes a lot of sense, the blockage part. And, and yeah. you know, let me say to that, that makes a lot of sense, too, for all of the guidance I get with every client that comes in to suggest and to always talk about cord cutting, because that is mm-hmm. what that is, is cutting those cords mm-hmm. of anger, cutting those cords of grief, cutting those cords of resentment, cutting those cords, all of those cords um, with people that have transitioned, with people that have moved on. So, yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. Doesn't um, that really make sense? That. I mean, seriously, yeah, that does. just lets us know right there. When we say there's somebody here on this planet that we're telling you you need to cut cords with, we're not joking. We are telling yeah. you the truth <laughs> because these people are energy vampires. Okay, people can wrap right. their mind around it. They can wrap their brain around it. Oh, I get it. They're energy vampires. I don't need to do that. Well, take that and take it a step up. So now we have right. people that we love, adore, cherish, whatever, on the other side, and they're saying, let that go for me. Yeah. We have to do that. Well, if you know 
if you know in your heart that that energy is going to come back tenfold to you in love from all different people, all walks of life, all different events, we, we would be really wasting and wasteful of that energy. And I just, I just don't right. want us to waste that energy. It's too precious for us to, to just, you know, toss it. Absolutely. Anyway. Okay. I'm off my soapbox now. I will get off the soapbox. <laughs> it just, it just well, it, felt like, you know, gosh. <clears throat> Sometimes I just well, feel good... like these people are over there going, oh, just let her talk. She's on a roll. <laughs> Um, she'll shut up eventually. Well, maybe not. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. that's all information that needs to be shared. We know that. I mean, that's something that everybody that's listening right now needs to hear and certainly pass along to friends because this is something that, you know, and if you're having a difficult time cutting these cords, if you're having a difficult time even understanding what that means, I did I did post the cord cutting article, uh, I believe, last week or last time we had the show, actually, not last week, but yeah. the last couple of weeks. Um, yes. on our page again, that's facebook.com backslash girl power half hour. So if you don't know about that, you can go there and check that out. But there's also just the idea that, you know, whenever you're having a difficult time with it, because let's face it, I mean, I, I'm aware that people are simply not always at the place where they can say, okay, I forgive you. You know, that, that isn't always as easily said as done. However, yep. that's just a sign that it's time for you to get with somebody and work on what's going on. Um, we're not in a position now in, in the world and on this earth in this space and time where we have the luxury of just sitting around and letting that take a lifetime. We just don't. So it is time at that point to kind of work with someone, a professional of your choice, Reiki, counselor, life coach, whatever is a, it resonates for you, um, to help you know, work this stuff through, uh, figure out why you're holding to it and, and try to let it go. But in the meantime, the cord cutting is something you can, everyone can do because that's, that's really just an energetic thing. It doesn't require you to feel it yet. It just helps you get there. So you can go ahead and cut the cords. That's something that I think everybody can do. Yep. That's true. It's, it's a Huna technique. People that have taken HUNA know all about that and cutting of cords. And it doesn't matter how you cut it in your mind, whatever works. You know, some people <laughs> some people take a, a knife and you, you do have to ask them now you do you do know that the blade is sharp, right? And people will go, Oh, <laughs> maybe I need to check that. Okay, yeah, let's don't try and do this with a dull blade. Let's make sure we have something that is, it's a professional tool. Let's make sure we're using it correctly. So, of course, you know, you have the people that have the machetes and those kinds of things. I think (laughs) mine was a machete. I think that was, I think that's what I used on, um, I think it was the connection to, um, gosh, I guess it was to, well, my biological father, I guess that's what it was. Mm-hmm. I had, I needed something that I felt was really of high uh, visual for me, and that was a machete, and that's that's what I used to get past um, anger and those kinds of things. And it it helped yeah. a lot. It really did. So, yeah, okay. I, I think uh, I, 
I think I used my Xena Warrior Princess sword. If you've never seen, if you've never seen my picture, if you've never seen me. A lot of people have said that I, I resemble Xena Warrior Princess, and I take that as a great compliment. Oh, oh pretty sure that's okay. The sword I've used to cut swords. Anyway, okay. That I now. can see that. Oh my God! That okay. <laughs> now that's all I say. Okay. I will never see you differently. I will always see you as being a warrior with this, you know, huge, oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my Oh my God. I can just feel my mind just like, oh, no. <laughs> She's like, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll, just for the fun of it, oh. I'll post the comparison oh. photos because I have some. So I'll oh. post them on our page. Again, Facebook.com backslash Girl Power Half Hour. We can have fun with this. Okay. Anyway, let's get oh, to the callers. Oh, you need to do that. Like, yeah, that's, okay. that's, yeah. The callers Ooh. are like, I oh, know that's great, funny. Can you answer my question, please? That would be awesome. Okay, so caller number 6092, you're on the air. Do you have a question for Elizabeth? <laughs> I made a ride on a ball. Hello? Hello. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Uh, I didn't really have a question. I was just listening on the blog talk. Um, I do want to say uh, it's me, Rachel. Uh, Tasha, you oh, know me. Oh, hi. Uh, <laughs> hi. Um, I just wanted to tell tell everyone that she's an amazing lady, and I appreciate Aww. everything. And you guys are awesome, and I was just listening to the show today. Oh, well, thank, thank you. Thank you so much. You're Thank welcome. You. That is awesome. You're welcome. Yeah. Okay. Um, Rachel, you've called in before, right? Uh, yeah, I have. Did you want to update us on anything or talk to us about that? You don't have to, but I don't mean to put you on the spot, but I know that you have called no. in before. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm doing um, better. I've been working with Tasha, and she's helping me work through things. Um Still got a long way to go with it, but <laughs> she is helping me work through things, and I very much appreciate her. I love her very much. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you. Um, yes. Yeah, um, I just want to say, just just FYI, Elizabeth, um, and I'll, you know, Rachel's called in before. She had kind of asked us a really important question last time. She called, um, and I think we're getting a better understanding of of what we were hearing even back then, and I won't disclose that. If she wants to, she can. But the thing I was going to share with you is that yesterday Rachel gave me a Native American artifact, a tool that was used that she found uh, when she was living somewhere else. Um, she was living evidently on some sacred grounds, and she found this artifact, a Native American artifact. It was given to me yesterday. So uh, I, I have been attributing that a little bit of that to this this new powerful item that's just come to me of course because spirit you know works through everyone and certainly is working through her so i thought i'd share that with you as a really awesome thing to receive oh wow yes (laughs) well i I felt that i needed to give it to her that um i just knew that it would be more meaningful to her than it would be to me so i felt that i needed to give that to her and she's such an awesome lady (laughs) Um, mm. No, Elizabeth, uh, what we talked about last time was my brother-in-law, Charlie. Um, he had committed suicide. We know now that it was a suicide. And, and Tasha has explained to me about 
how Charlie had been ill, you know, mentally ill, sick in his head, Mm -hmm. and that it was him, but you guys can see different people doing different things, you know, because he was ill in his head, and I understand that now. And I told Tasha the other day I was listening to the Christian station that I listened to, and they had a talk radio on there that day, and they had explained, which Tasha had already told me, that he was in a different dimension, not heaven, but a different dimension, that he had to work his problems out, you know. But they gave me Mm -hmm. a word to it, and it was purgatory. (laughs) I never heard about purgatory before, you know. And um, it kind of just, it helped me a lot to just have a word to put to it now, you know. And since I learned, you know, had talked to Tasha about it and then learned that word, it's been really releasing a lot of emotion because I have a lot of pent-up emotion. I keep it all, you know, (laughs) distant. And I'm working through that with Tasha. And I really appreciate and um, I know that I have gifts too. I can feel them. and I know when he's around, um, I can smell him, I can feel him, you know. But I just want him to know that we love him and that he's going to be okay, you know. Well, that's true. And that's true. And remember... One of the things we talked about earlier is we, you know, we forgive them. We yes, we understand the it was the situation. We cut the cord, yes. just like Tasha's mm-hmm. talking about. And mm-hmm. you know, half the half the battle is just giving things names. But when you can give something a name, you can own mm-hmm. it, you can claim it, you can get through it. Yep, yep, and it's so, helping a lot. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud well, of thank you. Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> Yes, and I appreciate well, you guys. Guts. I, it takes very guts. much. It takes yes. guts to say, hey, there's something wrong here, and yeah. I'm ready to correct it. So, girl, I'm just mm-hmm. let me just say, we're just, we're just sending you a ton of energy, just all kinds of yes. healing energy, as much as you yes, can ma'am. accept. Yes, ma'am. I, I got the spirit bumps right now. <laughs> I appreciate mm-hmm. you guys very much. <laughs> That's awesome. That's wonderful. Thank you, Rachel. I'm just going to mute you out so you can still continue to listen. Since Unless you have a question, I'm just going to do that. You can continue to listen. But thank you so much for listening in. Yes, ma'am. So I wanted to tell you, um, Elizabeth, so I don't know if you recall, but she had called, and because she did go ahead and disclose this, I'll just tell you. Um, she had called about that. It was a, I think it was maybe in this summer, May or something like that. Um, but there was a, a specific caller. She called in. She said, you know, she had um, her brother-in-law had committed suicide, or the, at least that's what they believed, but she wasn't believing it because they couldn't find the phone or the gun or any mm-hmm. of those things. And, and yeah. initially um, we were like, well, that seems, I mean, odd. Like it seems like there's more to it. You know, keep going. I just don't feel that that's what he did. And so um, she became aware through some findings of her own that that it was, in fact, you know, something he had done. And so I explained to her that sometimes when there is a mental illness involved and something happens like that, uh, the reason that an intuitive medium might see that as someone else doing it is because someone else did because it's not them. It's not their authentic self. 
because something has attached to them, uh, which typically is the case with mental illness. And, of course, you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but um, which typically is the case with mental illness. And so when something has attached to them, then it is something else that's causing them to do that. Um, And so when they make that decision um, from a spiritual perspective, it isn't them that did it, but some other entity, some other attachment that did it. And so it may look like or feel like, no, this isn't what he wanted. This wasn't something he did. Um, And so that was the explanation that, I gave to her and then we, and of course, you know, we kind of worked through that because I know that's something that I've experienced working with people as well, that sometimes things are seen differently because you're not seeing the authentic person there. You're seeing whatever it is that's attached. And that makes sense too, you know, it, because that's not their authentic self. Sometimes right. with that as well, people will commit suicide because of someone else. And it can actually be a physical person, you know, love lost or um, anything along those lines or love, unrequited love and those kinds of things. And so what we're seeing is their feelings and their emotions. And yes, it is somebody else that that created that situation. And I think you bring up a really good point. What's happening a lot now is in some cases we're actually seeing from their eyes. You know, we're seeing from their eyes. And that can be really confusing sometimes because what we're seeing from their eyes is totally different than what's in actual reality. Absolutely. The other, you know, thing of this is that I truly believe from just from what's been going on, let's say the last, let's just say the last six months or since the first of the year, that everything that we thought was true isn't. Everything that we thought that was happening over on the other side changed. And I'm not sure when that took place. All I know is that something shifted and it shifted so radically and so drastically that everything we assume to be correct over on the other side just is not. This idea of you've got to let me go, uh, the, the forgiveness aspect, um, all of those things, that changed everything in my mind as to one of the reasons why people were getting in touch with me. It's because right. they have to hurry up and say, I've got, I've got stuff to do, I've got stuff to do. So... Having this experience with her and and realizing that, yes, it is an issue, yes, there was more to the story, what I'm really happy about is the fact that she, on her own, did the work. She yes, did it. Absolutely. She found it. That speaks volumes of how how proud I am of this individual because it's like I said, that takes guts. It takes guts to to say, I'm changing this. This is not right. And she is is really going to her authentic self so that she can help other people learn about their authentic selves as well. So she's she's coming into her gift. She's going to wind up being one of those people that assist other people as well. And it could be in that field where people have actually 
taking their lives. So I'm just, I just, this is awesome. This is fantastic. It really is. I'm Absolutely. so proud for her. I mean, mm-hmm. yes, as am I. And um, and I want to say on that note, before we get to this next caller, uh, please hold. We're going to get to you. I want to say on that note, we have talked about this at length numerous times. Um, but this idea of protection that we always bring up, I can't state that enough. There have been so many incidents occurring. Um, now, let me let me make this very clear. There are a lot of people that I know listen to our show that um, follow other people that discuss um, this spiritual shift and and the ascension process. And they hear a lot about the lack of duality in the fifth dimension. I've talked about this a little bit before. Um, I am not by any means implying that there is anything in the universe that is more powerful than you. In other words, no dark force is more powerful than you are. Okay, I'm not at all implying that. But whether you call it lower energies and higher energies or if you call it darkness and light, it doesn't matter to me what semantics. It doesn't matter to me what words you use. Um, But I want to stress that protection is necessary. And I'm bringing this up because with the idea of uh, suicidality, of course, as a... um, spiritual life coach. I work with people um, right now who are in the midst of this awakening. Some of them kind of new to it. Some of them have been on the journey for quite some time. Uh, Different levels, different different places. But everybody dealing with all of these energies, whether they refer to them as darkness or whether they refer to them as lower energies, coming at them. Okay, some of them to the point where they're feeling suicidal um, because they're on the brink of something great, because they're about to uncover some information, because they're about to face their darkest fear, because they're about to come into their power or their gifts, because they have just newly come into their power or their gifts. There's a million reasons why. But what I am stressing to people and what I cannot say enough is that Yes, you are more powerful than these entities. Um, However, that said, if you do not yet know that because you are just newly awakening, that can be a very vulnerable place to be. And anything that has yet to be healed, which here's the spot you can be grateful because anything that has yet to be healed, that's where they're going to attack you. Uh, they're going to attack your vulnerable spots because that's that's your weakness, and so they're going to go for that. So it's important to, when you think about protection, what you can think of it in many ways. You can think of it as bringing in your archangels, calling in uh, Christ consciousness, surrounding yourself in bright white light, bringing in holy water, St. Benedict's, Archangel Michael, penance, whatever. You can think of it as um, I'm just going to keep my vibration super high and focus on love all the time and try to raise my vibration and constantly do my work, uh, surround myself with positive energy, however that looks for you. Whatever it is that you consider your protection, because some people would say, well, I keep my vibration high, but I don't really practice protection because I don't believe in darkness. But the truth of it is, if you're keeping your vibration high, then you probably believe in lower energies. And the reason you're keeping your vibration high is to not let those lower energies in. So it's basically the same thing. It's just different words. 
So what we are saying, what Elizabeth and I are always talking about is no matter what you call it and no matter how you do it, do it. Because this, what I am referring to as a spiritual battle, and no, not everybody sees it that way, but I do, um, is a real thing. And it is happening. And this is something that even Lynette Duncan will tell you, um, these entities are real. And they're not happy about this shift into 5D. They're not happy about people grounding into the heart chakra. They're not happy about people forgiving and letting go of anger and letting go of resentment and trying to be in a space of unconditional love. They're not happy about that, people. They're not happy about it at all. And they're doing anything and everything to make sure it doesn't happen. So if you're starting to feel depressed, if you're starting to feel any sort of darker, lower energies, if you're starting to feel overwhelmed, if you're starting to get in fear, and certainly if you're becoming suicidal, reach out to a professional. Try to get some outside perspective on this because sometimes that stuff can really get too encompassing and it's difficult to just pull yourself out with your own tools. That doesn't mean that you're not powerful enough to do it. What I'm saying is that when you're just awakening, uh, it's very easy to get tricked into thinking that you can't do this and that this is too hard and that you'd just rather not be here. Trust me, you want to be here for this. There are people who are trying to come back for it, okay? There are people who are doing walk-ins and reincarnating and doing everything they can to come back for this. So trust me, you want to be here, not only for what's happening on this planet, but for the power that you have to offer it. Oh, man, your light is bright. The more you're under attack, the more that tells me that your light is so bright and that your gifts are super strong and that what you stand to do for this world is great and wondrous and we need you. So before I start crying because people are trying to check out on this, I'm going to jump to our next caller. Um, I want to make sure if, if you're aware when you are wanting to call in, if you don't have a question, that's fine. If, if we do click on and you're just listening, you can let us know that you're just listening. But if you decide you do want a reading, feel free to do that. If you have a question you don't want to call because you're not comfortable with the call-in, um, you can always message us, again, facebook.com backslash girlpowerhalfhour, and you can let us know what your question is. We can answer it on air. And, again, that call-in number, 646-668-8327. Caller 6439, you're on the air. Do you have a question for Elizabeth? Hello? No, I'm just listening in. Thank you. Okay, wonderful. Thank you. We sure appreciate all of our listeners. I hope that everybody out there knows that. Every time that people are calling in and just listening to us, we're just so grateful that you're listening. It's just you have to be aware that sometimes when you call in, you show up on my switchboard, and I have no choice but to click on and make sure that you don't have a question because it's a call-in show. So that's what we do. Um, But thank you so much for listening, and we hope that you'll continue to. So on what I just said, Elizabeth, do you have anything else to offer? Certainly, you know, I was trying to jump to a caller so we don't miss out on anybody. But if you have anything to say with regard to the the protection and what I was just talking about, please go ahead with whatever you wanted to add to that. Well, protection is the top. If If you're talking about anything, I don't care what it is, protection is the number one. And it's, it isn't just a casual, you know, it isn't something that's just very nonchalant. It's, it's very serious. And um, we are hearing from other 
psychics were hearing from other people who were making the same sounds and same um, thoughts and, and feelings as we are. There is something going on. It is really dark in many places. Um, and the the best thing to do is to find your best happy place. And it doesn't matter what it is. Um, the one thing that we, people are beginning to discover as far as with religion, and I'm, I'm not... I don't want to debate this, but one of the things that people are discovering is that you can't fight fear with fear. And sometimes in uh, religious kind of like text, you've got the fear base is the fear of the fear, which is still fear. And what we're trying to do is to get you to get out of the fear, to be in your authentic self and to... To be brave, basically, be brave, be bold, be try and, and, and be original. Break out of that box, break out of that mold. But remember, what you do, if you do not have the safety of what you feel would be your, um, whatever your religious beliefs would be, then we want you to make sure that you're protected. A real good way for that is to use crystals or it's... Um, medallions are good, mandalas are good, anything that represents to you, I feel safe, I feel peaceful. Now, I'm not talking about guns, although we have talked about cutting cords, but we're not talking about an actual, you know, physical knife or machete or Xena warrior type stuff. We're we're talking in, you know, in our minds here. So, um. I agree. I I just I just agree with everything you said. There's there's really, it's just it is. We're in that really magical time. We all chose to be here. We all have free will now. Don't don't forget that. You know, we all have free will. And some people may feel like they could just help us better over on the other side. That's happened quite often as well. So we yeah. can't discount people that are leaving the planet because they have a better view. It's just we're going to have to learn how to allow that to happen and not try and hold them back. I mean, that's right. We have to try and let those people go. Absolutely. And you know, the weird well, thing I'm, is I I am hearing people walk in my house. <laughs> I'm actually hearing sounds like people are like walking through like, wow. they're, like they're headed somewhere. Yeah. That is the weirdest thing ever. Well, you know, remember the other day when I messaged you you and told you that I was in the shower and I was hearing. Oh, God, yes. Now, yeah, and let me me give the listeners a little background before I finish the story. Um, The protection thing, I'm speaking to that specifically because I've had my own personal experiences with it. Uh, with with the need to amp it up. Um, and, again, I, you, this can be just having things around you, like the crystals and all of that. They, those crystals do raise vibrations, as do, you know, mm-hmm. if, you, if you resonate with, um, obviously, spirituality and, and, and you are someone who 
um, connects with the saints and the angels and that's something that you resonate with, then that is going to raise your vibration because that does feel like love and that does feel, but if it's something that doesn't resonate with you, again, if you're, if you have some sort of trauma related to those specific uh, things, which is certainly possible, mm-hmm. there's a lot of spiritual abuse that has occurred. Uh, first and foremost, you want to cut the cord with that. Secondly, you certainly want to heal that because that will be a detriment as would any um, unhealed wound at this point in time. But uh, whatever it would be for you then at that moment that would make you a connection to nature, you know, bringing in, bringing in the bear, bringing in wolf, bringing in anything mm-hmm. that would make you feel um, it, more protected. But that also raises your vibration, which again, when I'm talking about raising your vibration, yes, that is protection too, because it's like keeping your immune system really strong during flu season. You know, it's when you amp up your immune system, then you're protected from everything. So it's the same kind of concept. Um, so I want to say that at one point I was, and I'm still kind of aware of it, there were some really uh, darker energies that had come through for one of my clients and had come through for a personal connection of mine. And so I was, it was very aware to me. I always take these as messages. Hey, let's amp it up. Let's make sure we amp up the space. Now I'm, I'm going to say this again. I don't mean to harp on it, but I, I have some people, you know, saying, well, I don't believe in darkness and I don't believe that's a thing. I'm, I'm, I'm just believing lower energies and I'm in higher space and a high vibration. Okay, that's fine. Again, I'm, I respect that 100%. I am not at all saying you're wrong. There are no, there's no right or wrong, okay? What I am saying is that's just a difference in words. That's a difference. That's just semantics. So what I'm reminding everyone, and I'm going to say this before I finish this little story, I ask questions. Every time somebody brings that to me, I, I ask this very simply. Do you lock your door? And they, of course, say yes. Do you put your seatbelt on when you get in the car? Well, yes. Okay then do this anyway, because you lock your door never knowing whether or not anybody would have ever broken in had you left it unlocked. You put seatbelt on not ever knowing whether or not you would have ever had a wreck had you had it on or not. So put some protection on whether you think I'm full of it or not. <laughs> just do it, you know, because I want you to be safe. It's just that simple. Okay, so I had been going through this and, talking to Elizabeth about it, of course, because I call on her whenever anything is personal. I always get an outside reading. Can't recommend this enough either uh, because your ego can get involved, take hold of something, and then you can get information that isn't accurate. You can also, of course, you always want to protect yourself when you are asking for information. Make sure that only Christ consciousness is speaking to you. Again, not just the light because remember, he who shall not be named on this show uh, is considered a light being and as such, you don't want to just call in light. You want to call in Christ consciousness. So you want to make sure you do that before you ask any questions. But when it's really personal, especially if there's a potential to have a fear-based reaction or any emotional reaction, you really want to try to get an objective opinion because it's very easy for your ego to get involved and, and skew that information pretty quickly. So I always turn to Elizabeth, poor woman, and reach out, reach out to her for what's going on. And so I had, uh, and love goes on, let's face it. So she's kind of on call. I'm sure she does not like that at all. And I love you, Linda. Thank you. Oh, send your Walmart card. Um, but anyway, oh, so she, she was, she'd been helping me with all of this. And I was in the shower, and I, I had really amped it up. I mean, amped it 
Uh, I was sending her all kinds of pictures of everything that I had done in the house to make sure that it was everything was sealed up, protected. Of course, I've been speaking all my intentions and smudging all the four corners and blessings and everything. Um, and then I was in the shower and I was hearing sounds as if my fiance was home. So I was literally calling out his name. I thought that he was home from school, from class, and he wasn't answering. And I was like, well, that's rude. I mean, like, that's not normal. So then I just keep showering. And of course, I'm still hearing him, or what I thought was him in the house. And I'm like, calling his name out. And I'm thinking, well, maybe he's got his headphones in. We listen to music a lot. Um, and he'll listen to meditations with his headphones in because he's trying to meditate, you know. And so I thought, well, maybe he's meditating and, I don't know, storming around the house at the same time. I have no idea. But he wasn't answering. So I uh, keep hearing it. And it's, it's getting quite loud as if I'm like, okay, are you tossing books into the wall? What's going on? And then I get out of the shower and – I hear it again in the in the ceiling. So at this point, I'm obviously aware he's not in the ceiling. So I suddenly have this ringing in my ears, and it's not the normal ringing that I get from just the psychic connection stuff. It's or even uh, portals opening. It is. It's like um, a loud humming noise that, if it had continued for any length of time, would have been unbearable. Uh, and it's like the room got smaller or something. The world kind of just stopped and it was really, really loud noise. And then I opened the door from the bathroom and it went dead silent and he wasn't home. And my two little fur babies were fast asleep and everything was just quiet. And I was like, what just happened? And then I, I messaged Elizabeth and she said, Oh, well, they're not able to get in. And it was interesting, and she used, like, the, the negative stuff's not able to get in. And it was interesting was when she said that, it pinged exactly what I had thought. When I opened the door, it was like it sounded like somebody was throwing a tantrum. Like, it got louder and louder and louder, almost as if it was just like, we're, we can't get through the wall, we can't get through the ceiling, we can't get through, where can we get through? It was just, it was a very interesting experience. And that's exactly what happened. So I'm here to tell you it, it works. And it, and it wasn't – I did not get fearful. That's the other trick, too. Fear is a tool of the darkness. The minute that you're fearful, they've got you. So I didn't get fearful at all. I had a very powerful, you know, response to it was, this is my home. This is my sanctuary. This is my sacred space. And you do not enter. Unless you are of Christ consciousness, you do not enter here, Period. And that's something that you have to walk around your space and say. Right, Elizabeth? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> and more than once. I mean, that's that's an ongoing thing. Because when you go outside, you are, <clears throat> when you're around other people, you are experiencing their energies as well. So it isn't, you know, we're not just making this stuff up. And if you need a really good uh, visual, just look at how many people do road rage. I mean, seriously. We're watching people just do stupid things. It isn't just crazy. It's just stupid. And um, I was going to go get my tire checked yesterday. So I was going to go to this place that you can just drive up and they'll check your tires and then you're good to go. You don't even have to get out. And I was fortunately heard in my head say, you just need to be really careful coming around this corner. 
And sure enough, I was coming around the corner, and this guy, he he was just like, I don't know if his, I don't know what happened. He was just ex- extremely exasperated, and he was just flying around the corner. And if I had not slowed down and taken my time, we would have had a head on. I mean, seriously, it would have been front wow. to front, bam. And so when we say to, to be protected, we're talking about in your automobile. We're talking about no matter where you go. You just want to bring that energy with you. And before I get in my car or even after I get in my car, that's one of the first things I do. I buckle my seatbelts. Of course, obviously, I cool off the car. But I'm also saying and protect me as I take this adventure. You know, watch over me. Thank you for keeping me safe, blah, blah, and go from there. Yeah. I'm sorry. One more thing. No. The other part about being safe is that what we're trying to get you to do is use your intuition. Yes. Because it's important. Intuition is going to help you even more so than us because it comes from you. But I am I am like Tasha. I don't read for myself. I find somebody else to read for me because I want it to be I want it to be um, I want to hear different words. I know what's in my head, but I want to hear the if there's a different wording, I want to hear that. I want to know what these people say. I respect certain individuals and their gifts and their powers and I want to and to take advantage of the fact that I do know people that can read for me. So absolutely I want to support them. They support me. It's 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 a, a mutual exchange. So getting back to the point of being safe, uh making sure that it is from what a lot of us call the white light of the Christ or Christ consciousness, whatever it is that you're wanting to call it. You cannot just say uh, the white light like you were talking about because truly you have to be more specific than that. You have to be. You right. have to be very specific. And it's like when you go to the grocery store, you don't just get a can of green beans because it's just a can of green beans. You really think about it. You know, you're specifically going for this can of green beans. You're not here to pick up corn. You're here to pick up green beans. So you, you go to the grocery store with a purpose. You, you do the same thing with this. You, you're very specific about what you're asking to come into your space. Be very specific about uh, who has permission. Right. Because not everybody does. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, and that's a, that's a very good analogy, actually, because you think about it. If you just ordered a vegetable pizza and yeah. it came with, I don't know, squash, green beans, corn, and cucumber on it, <laughs> you might not like that. So you're a little bit more specific uh, about yeah. the vegetables you want on your pizza, right? And it's the same thing. You're very, yeah. very specific about this. And the other thing, and you mentioned this, and I want to reiterate it, I by all means listen to your intuition. That's part of your protection because your intuition is your guide. That's that You are your own guru. I tell my clients that all the time. I'm, I'm not mm-hmm. here to tell you what to do. I'm here to help you listen to yourself. I mean, like, really, mm-hmm. that's what I'm doing is to help you release your stuff so that you can – get your blocks, you know, move the blocks away, all the blockages and obstacles so that you can, you can, your gifts can be stronger and you can listen to yourself because 
this is not a time where we want everybody to, we'd never have, but this certainly isn't a time where you want to get dependent on somebody else's knowledge, information, gifts, and awareness. You want to become aware of the fact that you've had that all along, that your powers and gifts are strong and that you're connected to spirit just like anybody else and that you have a direct connection, a direct line to everyone. And the only thing that's stopping you is you. So when we talk about getting assistance for these things, that's simply to help you release the blocks, cut the cords, do all the healing you need to do so that you can strengthen the power that you already have within you. And then you can move forward on your own journey and be your own guru as you always should be. So when your intuition tells you slow down around that corner, slow down around the corner because that's what's mm-hmm. going to keep you safe. That's another part of your protection. Yeah. We have another caller, so I want to check in and see if this individual does have a question. Caller 4097, do you have a question for Elizabeth? Oh, my gosh, I don't even know. I'm so vibing with the information that you're giving out. I'm so receptive of it to where... I don't know if I have a question or not. It's just, I'm just so <laughs> intense listening. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, wonderful. Um, this a, wonderful. Yeah, this is the first time I'm listening in, and I'm like, you guys are really rocking this this broadcast here. <laughs> wow, oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, question, let's see. Um, oh, man, can I make up one? No, I don't know if I can make up one. Um <laughs> Wow, yeah. Well, you know what? Let me see. Okay, so listen. Okay, so let's okay. see. Okay, so I have a a patent pending going on, and I'm not over-anxious for it to get back, and I really don't want to move out and do anything until I actually get that piece of paper. Um, and I know that something else is working, whether I see it or not, because I know my thoughts are manifested out. So, again, let's see. Do you see anything or see anything around that, maybe? <laughs> I don't know. I don't have a question. Well, no, actually, that's a really good question because... Oh, okay. <laughs> this, um, you've really worked on on this. This is really like your baby. It is. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. This is this is so personal. And mm-hmm. you are very um you're very protective of this. And mm. what I see is a little just a little bit of anxiousness, but that always happens usually before something mm-hmm. really awesome takes place. What Mm -hmm. I'm real proud of, though, is that what I see in you is your ability to say, okay, now I I understand what's happening. I need to take my time. I understand that no matter what, I'm going to have blessings come to me because Mm -hmm. of this. And Mm -hmm. when I'm, okay, so... Let me back up just a second. So is your grandmother in spirit? Is is your grandmother in spirit? Uh, she's on the other side, yes. Okay. So your grandmother, your grandmother is telling me to tell you she's working on it. Okay. I can, and that is so receptive. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, I get it. And and mm. she's been working on this this project. In other words, the the proper people to come for this 
baby, this child, this idea, this this perfection that mm-hmm. you're creating, she is a part of this. Whether she influenced you in this life, whether she supported you, whether she believed in you, no matter what, this woman is telling mm-hmm. me that she is supporting you 100%. So she's also telling me that she is going to help make manifest this, whatever okay. that creation of yours is, mm-hmm. she's mm-hmm. behind it and backing you 100%. Wow. This I is a pretty formidable individual. She has a lot to say. <laughs> she yeah, has a lot to say. Has. Yes. And it's, and it's so funny because this came in a dream. This, this, how to go about making it and designing it, yeah. it came in a dream. And it yeah. came when we came right back because I really felt it so strongly. The vortex is when I was over, um, over in the uh, Grand Canyon. And I saw two beings, I saw two spirit beings fly by me so fast and jumped over into the canyon. But they were spirit beings, and it scared me because I know I saw it, and I'm looking around. I'm like, did y'all see that? But I knew not to say that. It's like my voice spoke out loud, but I was the only one that heard it. And so what it was is that three days, it took me really about three weeks to calm my spirit down because I kept feeling myself jumping over into the Grand Canyon. And I had to go back and do some research and see who died there, what was really going on before the foundation of this planet actually happened. And I connected with that. And so I kept telling source and saying, hey, I really need some money. And I felt it so strong because I knew what I needed to do with it. And make a long story short, I kept saying, this is my invention, this is my creation about this and that. And I had was put to sleep, got this other vision in a dream, just letting me know this did not come for me. It's not my idea. It's not my vision. I felt so humble. So this was passed down through somebody, through the ancestors. That's the only thing I can yep. put it. Because it didn't come for me. My mind yep. doesn't even think like that. So I had to yep. really get myself on a whole different level of humbleness. I was just fortunate enough to be able to receive it. Yeah. So it's like it's not mine. A lot of this stuff down here is not ours. It came through this is like a, a re, what do you call it? Uh, not It's not reinvention. This is like uh, 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 we came down here to do the work of those that are on the other side. Yeah. <laughs> there, you there you go. There you go. It's this manifestation yeah. of human beings, you know. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, wow. Yeah. So well, yeah, then that's no, why that, <laughs> that explains why she's so loud about that. Yes, is very that, much. You know, that's Ooh. just, that's, you are absolutely spot mm. on. And she's just letting you know mm. very quickly. Yeah, mm. you're absolutely right. And, um, and I like you guys a lot. You guys are just got my, you got me all geeked Aww. up here. <laughs> well, she, wow. she is pretty adamant. You know, she's pretty mm-hmm. adamant about her belief system. She is mm-hmm. pretty adamant about, um, and it's very interesting with her because the thing of it is, is that she wants to make sure that you understand about being humble. That's that's mm-hmm. a very good thing to understand. But mm-hmm. she's mm-hmm. also saying to you as well, this is also, this is yours. This is yours. Oh, Wow. 
okay. Well, thanks, Mom. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, this yeah. is yours. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 So yeah, I'm just anticipating on that paper to come back. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, when it does, let us know. I will do that, and I will also yeah. invest into your business as well. Hey, oh, no, we're, we're looking. Come on. Absolutely. Come on in. For sponsors yes. all the time. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Okay, okay. Well, I'm going to be oh. put myself on mute and listen. Appreciate you so oh, much. Wonderful. <laughs> Thank you. Thank so you. Thank you for calling and listening. Yes. You know, this is something that I find so extraordinary. Uh, this is the the second or third time we've had a caller call in that talks about an experience and they're talking about what they're seeing and what they're hearing and their dreams and, and their visions and they've got it, man. They have it, yeah. you know, and it's just so beautiful. And her, I, what she said about how we, you know, we come here, it's not our work. We're like continuing something that is so true. And it immediately mm-hmm. when she said that I had this confirmation, um, you know, spirit always gives me these little, I, I speak in analogies. So I guess spirit speaks to me in analogies too. Um, mm-hmm. But I always, I get little visions of a, of a of something that would be an analogy that confirms that what the person is telling me is true. And so immediately when she said that, because I'm a doctoral student, um, I immediately saw research, you know, and whenever you do research, it's never brand new. It's like you always, basically, you're always jumping on the backs of somebody else that's done the work before you, and then you do research, and then that infers that there's going to be more research done after your research is done, and it just continues to move and move and move, and we get more and more information and more and more answers and more and more things get uncovered, and that's the exact thing that happens with, like, what she said. You know, you have these, these uh, projects that are sent to you, this inspiration, divine inspiration, channeling, all of these things that happen um, that come to you, and it's somebody else's work that, like she said, you know, you're, you can own it, of course, while you're here, but it's, it's a rebuilding. It's like you're, you're continuing to do the work that someone else has started or that someone else has foreseen um, because it's a divine thing. It's a mm-hmm. divine um intervention it's a it's a divine thing it's something that comes from the divine and i think about of course our beloved prince and how you know when prince was creating all this music and it was like constant and he could he couldn't even really take a break from it he was always creating always making music and constantly to the point that he had a vault filled with it stuff that he'd never even released um that was divine. You know, that was somebody mm-hmm. channeling through him, constantly giving him all of this music and all of this stuff that had to be put out. That was his purpose. He's got to put that music out. It was important. There was stuff in it that was going to help people heal, that was going to help people wake up, that was going to help people bring, you know, bring people to the light, bring people to the truth. It, it was a very helpful thing, help people really feel accepted and loved and all of the above. And so the same thing with this invention of hers. Nothing that we do is ever small. It's always, you know, if it gets accomplished, even if only one person ever sees it, there's a divine purpose for it, and that one person will be changed forever as a result of it, and that was the point. And it's a beautiful thing when it can change, obviously, more than one person's life. But just when you impact one person's life, that changes the world. And I think that's so beautiful that she knows that, and she shared that with us. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Well, and we, we also don't want to reveal what it is that's coming up for her. You know, we, we have right. to protect other people's 
sacred space. And so a lot of people really mm-hmm. don't want to talk to us because, you know, this it, it's like I said, that's like her child. That's like her baby. Mm-hmm. And you have to feel that way because if you don't, you might not treat it as correctly as you should. If you believe that right. that is your baby and you are responsible for it, then you will be more so inclined to take care of it, to nurture it, to make sure that it's going to get as much uh, nourishment as it can possibly get because that's what, right. that's what we're doing. Absolutely. But remember, if we believe, if we believe that there is a power of reincarnation, there is also the possibility that what's happening is we're coming back to finish what we started. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So there's sometimes I do things and it just feels so familiar. It just feels mm-hmm. so familiar. And yeah. I do ask from time to time, I wonder if I've done this before. And mm-hmm. usually it's like, yeah, I get a yeah, yeah, you have. And so mm-hmm. it's like, oh, okay, well, then maybe I'm not so afraid. Because let me tell you, mm-hmm. it, this stuff can be quite the daunting task. Right. Right. I mean, seriously, it can it can be overwhelming. Yeah. Well, and that you know, coming to that point of uh, feeling like you've done something before. Uh, I had a client ask the other day because you know I always let clients know they can ask any question that they that they have, um, and. Oh. So she was like, well, if I can ask any question, uh, why do you wear black all the time? Which I thought it was, thought it was so funny because it's like of all the questions you could ask me, that one is the one you're Really? Ask me. That was the question? Yeah. Really? That was the question. Why, why do you always wear black? And I, I thought that was so precious because uh, I don't, you know, people, of course, are going to wonder that. And I, I never think about it. Uh, but you have to remember, when you see me weekly and every single week <laughs> – I'm wearing all black every time I come to the. I mean, I'm sure they do eventually wonder. I wonder what that's about, you know. And because I'm a spiritual life coach, uh, there may be even some. Because remember, when some are just awakening, some of this stuff that we do has been taught to them to be uh, of the darkness. And so, like, yeah. they're still kind of. Some people are still trying to make sure that it's not a negative thing. That what they're doing, that these visions they're having, and all of the dreams that are coming to them or it's all of, you know, Christ consciousness and it's not scary. And, and I get that. I get that people trust me. I've been there. Um, but I, I know that when they come to me and, you know, of course my home is all on the outside. It's all beautiful, colorful, bright. And you walk in, it's all yeah. beautiful, colorful, bright. Then there's me in all black every single day. <laughs> so it's like when they wow. see me, I'm sure initially they're thinking, uh Oh, but Am I in the right place? Yeah, it makes yeah. me a little concerned, you know, that you wear all black all the time. Um, so I, it was something that I explained to her as, first of all, uh, I think I do that because I know it's my power color. I mean, it just, I don't know why, but, like, for the longest time I wore different colors. It didn't seem to be something that was a big deal. Then one day I just started wearing black all the time, and it just felt right, and I just never, if it feels right, don't change it, you know. If it's not broke, don't fix it. Yeah. And it feels right, and I don't want to be wrong, so I'm doing it. But The other part of that is there's a protection sense of it for me, like I'm wearing black onyx or black obsidian or something that just kind of is protective and that feels that way too. But third and 
really honestly probably the most important reason is I feel like I always have. And that's what I told her. I was like, I must have in a past life, maybe multiple past lives, I must have worn black. And it must have been like it was either some sort of, uh, you know, royalty thing or it was some sort of protection thing or it had something to do with something that I did that was important. In other words, it wasn't Mm -hmm. just a clothing uh, choice. It had to be something that was probably very important Um, to me, the same as like priests wearing black or nuns wearing black. You know, it had to be something that was really important to me uh, because I just can't see myself in any other color. And literally when I try, it's just not okay. I just don't even feel like myself. And so it was an interesting thing because that's exactly what you're talking about is where you feel like, yeah, I've done this before. And I've done it before Mm -hmm. and I know it's, it's something that I feel that comfortable with as if I've done it for lifetimes, not just once but like something I've done for lifetimes and it feels like I'm coming into myself and remember right now in this ascension period that's part of what we're doing is we're trying to basically come back like you have told us many times Elizabeth uh, that you keep hearing come back to the tribe and you know what Mm -hmm. I have come to think about that is one, that means come back to yourself, come back to who you yes. are, who you have always yes. been, who the many, yep. many people you have been every time you have been mm-hmm. here and the power that you possess the very first time you set foot on this planet eons ago, um, the yes. very first time that you were sent here by source to, to begin the work that you're now continuing to do, just as this caller just talked to us about. Um, and then the idea that coming back to the tribe also means returning to those tribal instincts and tribal rituals and tribal you know, medicines and, and tribal mm-hmm. qualities that we all had because everyone you know, that's in this ascension process, that's what we're doing, right? We're getting rid of pharmaceuticals. We're getting rid of these you know, foods that are genetically modified. We're getting rid of um, the idea that disease is something that we need to fear, that age is something we need to fear, that death is something we need to fear. We're getting rid of all of that, and we're turning more to herbal you know, medicines, crystals. We're turning more to sage and to incense and to things that will help you know, bring in uh, clean air and, and um, make sure that we're safe energetically and that make sure that our air is cleared up and make sure that we're, when we are feeling like we need to amp up our immune system that we're turning to things like oregano or, you know, and of course some of these things have been around for a very long time, but at the same time that was a very long time for a very small few. But now it's like global, you know, people are really more drawn back into these tribal elements which are of the earth which put us back in a space of not only utilizing what the earth gives us, but taking care of our mother because she provides those things for us. So I think it's all this beautiful experience, and uh, that's exactly what you're talking about is remembering, hey, I've done this before, and that's why I'm doing Mm -hmm. it, and that's why I'm going to continue doing it because it's part of my work, and I've been doing it for eons. And you get multiple opportunities. You know, you have multiple opportunities. If you can't do it on this one, <clears throat> you can certainly come back and try it again. In some cases, mm-hmm. that's what happens. They People turn around, they come back and go, okay, I can do it now, or okay, I can do it now. Um, mm-hmm. One of the um, interesting parts about all of this <clears throat> is that 
we got very nonchalant, very complacent in the way that we saw the way the world was going. And all of us, at some point, I think, have assumed that everything was fine, that there was not all of this um, anger and such and, you know, just situations. And what we are beginning to see now is just how wrong we were. And I mean globally, just how wrong we Mm -hmm. were. I think a lot of us assumed that these problems and these issues were being taken care of, and guess what? They're not. But we had to have such a shock, such, such a major event take place that would get our attention so that we would pay um, attention to these new thoughts, ideas, whatever it is that you're wanting to call them, so right. that we would go back to the original source, so that we would go back to this is how um, this is how we used to do it. This is how it used to be. This is how it was in the beginning. This is your true self. And those kinds of uh, reminders and remembrances, those are what um, I'm beginning to see more and more now are people are being reminded of, yeah, yeah, we used to do that a long time ago. Well, now we're, we're, we have the opportunity to bring that back, especially baby boomers. Baby boomers, I cannot stress this enough. If you're about to retire and you want to find something that's going to have meaning and purpose in your life, get back into metaphysics, get into holistic medicine, get into the natural stuff. Start figuring out how you can help us not have problems with our knees. Start figuring out how we can lose weight from a healthy perspective. Start doing those kinds of works and 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 use your gifts so that you can you can help us figure these problems and situations out because I'm telling you, Brother Pharmaceutical is not going to get any less expensive until we can come up with a better solution. It's really up to us. So if you're wondering what it is you should be uh, thinking about, like retirement, what should I get into, how can I do things that's going to better the planet, it goes on and on and on. Well, get, get into something that's going to help other people and help yourself as well. Get into metaphysics. Yeah. Get into this holistic revolution that's about to take place. Be a part of it. Be a part of the solution not a part of the problem. Just sitting around bitching about the fact that we can't do this and we can't do that serves no purpose. It serves no purpose. What you can do, though, is you can go out online, start talking to your friends. Where do you go to get your prescriptions? Well, what are you doing as an alternative? Do you know anything about holistic medicine? What can... Uh, what's available? How can we, I mean, seriously, there's a thousand, thousand and one questions out there. But it's like, okay, just open your mind. What do you really like to do? Do you really like to talk to people? Are you interested in the methods that were used from ancient past? Then now you have the opportunity to get into this profession you have the opportunity to bring your skills and your gifts into the forefront. There's always something to do, people. 
you cannot be bored. There is always something to do. There's always something to find. There is always something to learn. There's always something to practice. There's always something to create. There is always something to do. So people that say to me, well, I just get bored. You know, I, no, no, how, how can you be bored? How can you be (laughs) bored when there are so many things to do? There are so many people to meet. There are so many people to meet. There's so many people to help. I think I better stop on that because that's just going to get me mad. (laughs) (laughs) When I think about that, you know, it's like, ooh, how can you do, how can you say those things? So I need to back off. Well, I think, honestly, I think when people say that, I have a strong belief that that's some sort of darkness that's gotten to them, that there's an entity that's sucking the life right out of them. And I'm not joking about that. I really do believe that when we're resonating in a darker energy, in a lower energy, whatever you want to call it, um, and we're focusing on fear, we're focusing on lack, we're focusing on complaining, we're focusing on, then we're we're not in a 5D space, and we're not ascending, and we're not doing our work, and there's something really heavy, heavy on us that's attached, that's like sucking the ability of that person to do what they're meant to do. And every time I see that happening, I'm well aware that that person that person that's walk around, walking around complaining and walking around angry and walking around, um, you know, t- saying that they're bored or whatever, that person stands to do great things in this world because if they didn't, there wouldn't be a negative entity trying to stop them from doing it. So they seem mm-hmm. to do probably really great things, and they're just, unfortunately, they don't, they're not aware that something is stopping them and that, that that energy that they're putting out is really something that's got a hold of them, and they really just need to cut cords with all of that and let go. Um, I, you know, I always say with regard to pharmaceuticals that that stuff is, uh, that's of an ancient thing. That's going to be something that's, that goes behind. I'm sorry, I, I putting that out there I know that people are like oh that's a big thing but I'm just telling you disease is not real it's something that is created and I don't mean that they're poisoned yes but they are but I mean I'm not saying that I'm saying that when we have a spiritual breakdown and an emotional breakdown and we don't deal with the things in our lives um, for instance uh, let's look at let's just bring in Prince again and talk about condition of the heart one of his songs um, off the Paisley Park album, then you think about the fact that when you don't deal with a broken heart, that does create a heart condition. It does manifest. Mm-hmm. Any, I always mm-hmm. tell my clients, anytime you have an emotional, spiritual issue, it will manifest into a physical one. And so if you don't deal with your emotional stuff, it's going to manifest physically. That negative energy goes somewhere, people. Energy is energy, and we're energy. And you put a lot of negative in, you're going to get a lot of negative out. So if there's a lot of negative energy getting stuffed down in and you're not dealing with it and you're not healing from it, then it's going to manifest in a negative way. And then we end up with cancer. We end up with heart disease. We end up with knee problems. We end up with back problems. We end up with all of these issues because we're not dealing with the emotional stuff and we're forgetting that we're holistic beings. We are not just one little aspect. We are all of these things. We're spiritual. We're emotional. We're psychological. We are, we are physical. And so, if you're not dealing with all of it and you're only focused on the one thing, then first of all, if you're just focused on the physical thing and you're not, you're not valuing all the other stuff and you're not healing all the other stuff, the physical is going to break down because it's requiring all those other things to function. Um, if our brain chemistry is off, we're going to have a physical manifestation of that. And so anything that goes on with you spiritually 
is going to have a physical manifestation. If it's emotional, it's going to have a physical manifestation. If it's psychological, it's going to have a physical manifestation. It's all connected. We're all connected. You can't ignore one aspect of the self. And that's what this ascension is about. And that's why we have to do this healing. That's why everybody's releasing all this stuff. That's why it's time to cut cords. That's why it's time to deal with all this stuff because, and I'm going to put this out there, and this is a blatant statement, and I don't mean to put people in fear. I'm telling you this because it's the opposite of fear. It's more about accountability. This is a time of choice, and it is really a time to choose. Do I want to do the work and go through this ascension process and really come into my powers and believe that I have the power to do that and move into 5D and get into a space of unconditional love for myself so that I can have unconditional love for others, or do I want to stay in this place where I'm complaining about being bored and I'm complaining about everything around me and I'm constantly angry and I'm, you know, mad at the world and I'm posting horrible things on Facebook or whatever. If you're going to stay in that 3D energy, there's a choice, and here's what the choice is. Do you want to be disease-free and truly live a life eternal, or do you want to be covered in disease and illness and not be able to move on with the rest of us. This is really the choice that we're in right now because that 3D energy is a low energy, and it's like we've talked about before, Elizabeth. You know, you said a high-vibration body cannot hold cancer, right? High-vibration right. body, cancer can't thrive in it. But a low-vibration body, cancer can be in that all day. I mean, that's that's yeah. welcoming environment for it. So. We're in that choice space right now, and that's where people really need to be. We have like nine minutes, and I wanted to ask you a question, and I'm going to put this up there because I think it's something I'm being being pinged to say. Um, Okay. We have talked about this in my own um, personal experiences with clients and um, other aspects of my life, and I wanted to ask you, when it comes to protection, because we talked about that today, what do we need to be doing for our children? Because I got a message myself through my own um, powers and gifts that I'm not going to say it was startling because I don't get in a fear place, uh, but, and if I do, I certainly know that that's darkness and I get out of it quickly. But I, was, I guess it was a message I could say that was very clear and concerning in the sense that darkness or these lower energies, darker energies, I call it darkness, and that's just what it is. But darkness uh, is going after innocence, going after children, because as people are ascending and moving and going through all of this, if the children are left unprotected, if the children are not um, taught these high vibrations, you have to remember, our children, unless they're homeschooled, are typically, and, I, and, and I'm not speaking to either one of those being great, okay, so I don't want hate, hate mail, but I'm saying that if unless unless they're in your little protective environment. Children go out into public schools and they're exposed to all kinds of 3D elements and all kinds of lower energies, and then you have, like, you know, devices, media devices that they're on, gaming devices, all sorts of things. And so there's a lot of ways for negative energy to get in. And as a result of that, they're pretty vulnerable. Plus, their gifts are wide awake. I mean, for the most part, unless somebody stuffed them down, kids come in with those gifts and they're wide awake. And we call it, quote, unquote, imagination until we realize that it was much more than that. They know what it is. They know it's real. They're very aware of it until you stuff it down and tell them it's not, which please don't do that. Um, They are very open. And because of that, they're very approachable. And so it makes sense to me 
because what I was told is that these darker energies are doing that because then these adults who are trying to move into 5D and ascend on, if they have children, in order to deal with what's happening with the child, it's like they have to come back a little bit because it's a little bit, it throws them off balance. And so that's one way. It's almost like bait. And so it's like using it to get to pull people back down into this lower space. Now, again, I'm not saying that to pull in fear. I'm not saying that for any other reason that I know that we have to approach this from a space of love and a space of our own personal power and what we can do. So I'm asking you, what could people do to make sure that their children and even their fur babies are protected as we move forward in this ascension process? Well, that's a really good question. Um, that's a really good question. I think <clears throat> I think the main thing right now is for the parents to be protected because the energy right. that comes from the parents can go literally to the to the to the kids. But one of the prime examples of children in let's say in the world, just children in general, um, you know, you've got children that are afraid to go to school because they're afraid, literally, children have said, I don't want to go to public school or school because I'll die. I'll get killed. So the very idea that children are already living in fear, that's that's quite quite obvious. It, it, it's there. So it's not like it's, it's not being discussed or talked about. It, it's there. These kids are, in many cases, living a life that you couldn't pay me. You couldn't pay me to live this life because of the trials and the tribulations of what these kids are having to go through. So right. to protect the child, um, you're going to have to get them involved in – you have to get them involved in something that they can certainly understand. Um, but now is the time to start with – um, you know, some some parents work with drum circles. Uh, some parents are talking to their kids about crystals. A lot of people are going to dig for crystals. Um, mm-hmm. Some parents are saying, here, I want you to have this necklace. It was, uh, I got it in Arizona, or I've, yeah, I've done this, or I've done that, and it's a it's a great thing to wear. It's great for protection. It's not like it hasn't been done before because this is something that's been passed on from generation to generation from ancient past. I mean, this is nothing new. However, I do believe you need to limit stuff too. Uh, right. You know, you have to you have to be aware of what games are playing. You have to be aware of what's going on in their world. You have to be responsible and not just assume that your child is okay, but you have to make sure that your child is okay. So I think it all goes back to the parent. It it really does. If, If you're having an issue with your child, then you need to start seeking out professional help to help you understand what you need to be doing. It doesn't necessarily always have to be of a metaphysical nature. But the biggest thing that you can do to protect your child is to talk to them. Yeah, absolutely. That's the main thing. You have to have communication. You have to have 
a dialogue. You have to know what's going on. You have to know what their feelings are. You cannot let these children run around without boundaries. They have rules. They have regulations. Children have to have them. So right. it's up to the parent to say, how do you feel? How do you feel? Do you feel safe? How can I help you feel safe? What do I need to do as your parent, as your protector? How, 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 what would I have to do to make this happen for you, to make you feel like you're in a, a, a safe and secure place? It's up to the parent. There's no more, let's put the responsibility on other people. Screw that. It, it, this is how it is, people. You are responsible for your children, and you have to know what's going on in their lives. And that's, that's it. You, that's how you protect your children. You know what's going on. You, you talk to right. your children. You get involved in their lives. You find out what it is that they feel like they need. You don't just say, well, we'll work on that tomorrow. No, you put in effort an active effort to let these kids know, my mom, my dad, they love me. My mom and my dad, they're going to work to help to make sure that I'm okay because they told me that we're going to do that, that we're going to work on that. So then your child will, through what you do and your efforts, be a lot more protected than they would be if they were just floundering. Absolutely. So I go back to it's all about you thought you were responsible enough to have this child, then by God, you better act like it. Right. This is, this is calling of a task. This idea that we're just having children just for the hell of it, those days are almost over because the world will not support it. The world will not support that thought. So there has to be a an awakening of some sort. I have no idea how that is. I don't know what's going to happen with that. All I know is that having children, are it's going to change to the point where it's going to be sacred for those who have children. And that's Yeah, well, and then and well, we are... We're well aware, because you and I have actually talked about this on a much more personal level, um, that even some articles that I've picked up and read had to do with mm-hmm. the fact that this particular sacred event that you're discussing is going to be so sacred that you yourself might not even know you're pregnant until you're having the baby. Yes. Because it's literally yeah. that divine and that protected and that sacred and this whole idea, first mm-hmm. of all, I don't believe in age, but secondly, this whole idea that you're going to run out of time, that's not going to happen anymore either. Because if that, if that soul is meant to enter and be on this planet, it will. And it will not matter. Yeah. I mean, that's just going to be the way that it is. And so I absolutely agree. Um, that's, that is, again, returning to an ancient time, right, yeah. where, yeah. where people absolutely. had a different concept of age and a different concept of birthing age and a different concept of all of that because uh, lifetimes were longer at one point, uh, very, 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 very long ago. And so we're kind of returning to all of that as well. Um, and this idea of protection, we're a little over time, but I'm just going to keep going. This little idea of protection for our children, I think you're absolutely right. It goes to the parent. And it also mm-hmm. has to do with the fact that you can teach, of course, teach a kid that they have powers and that they have strength yeah. and that they can 
They can empower them, my goodness, empower them. Do not, do not let your children walk around this planet thinking that they are small and helpless and powerless because they're kids. They are so Absolutely. powerful because they're kids. Yeah. Their innocence and their light is so bright and untainted. And when they haven't yet experienced the trauma, oh, my goodness. I mean, <laughs> they don't have any blocks. So they're like super beings. They're superheroes. They're very powerful, and their dreams are very real, and everything that they, they astral travel. They do all kinds of things, which is why protection is certainly important. And I can't stress that enough for you, for you or for your kids. Um, and, of course, you know, your little fur babies too. I mean, make sure that when you're speaking protection, I think, Elizabeth, you were mentioning this, when you're speaking protection over your home, speak it over your kids, speak it over your babies, yeah. uh, your fur babies, speak it over everybody, not just you, my goodness. Yeah. Um, and then make sure that your kids know this is something, like you said, this has been something passed down for eons, people saying their uh, prayers before they go to sleep, people knowing that, yeah. they, that they need that form of protection, um, Native Americans always having some sort of protection for themselves and their kids, um, African tribes. I mean, every single tribe that we've ever known, every, every single ancient tribe that we've ever known has done something like that. So we're aware mm-hmm. um, Egyptians were ambulance. We know this. There's protection that yeah. has always been employed. So this is something that we're just continuing to do because this is a vast university, the only thing in it. And there are beings of all sorts and there are dimensions of all sorts and we're in and out of them these days. We're not just in this 3D state anymore. We're in and out of them. And um, no matter where you tend to vibrate, even if you vibrate high, remember when you open your door, um, you want to make sure that you're protected in the sense that your vibration stays high because all of a sudden when you open that door and you're no longer in your protected space, you're now out in the world. And if you're doing mm-hmm. light work, I've said this before, if you're doing light work, especially in your home, remember that you're doing light work with people who are just now waking up. So you may be in 5D most of the time, but you're commuting to 3D to do some work because you're working with people who are on a different level. And when you do that, you got to have your armor on. Like I've always said, Archangel Michael wears armor. <laughs> Every time he's depicted, he's got yeah. that on. So it's like, you know, it's just the same thing. You want to make sure that you're protected and that your children are as well. Elizabeth, thank you as always for joining me on the show and for all of this information oh. that you've given us today. Thank you to our callers and all of those who are listening. Um, we are so grateful for you. We say that all the time, but I know that I speak for Elizabeth that when I say that we are just so grateful for every one of you that listens and for those of you that call in and share your wisdom and your gifts and your powers and your amazing opportunities with us, all of the things that are happening for you. Uh, we're so proud of each and every one of you, of all your growth and your ascension, and we're just so grateful that you connect with us every week or every other week when we do this show. Um, of course, I'll have Lynette Duncan on with me next Wednesday, 3 p.m. Central Standard Time for Astrology Hour. And then, of course, Elizabeth will join me again the week after that. We love you guys, and we hope you have a wonderful rest of the week. Thank you so much for tuning in, everyone. Have a wonderful rest of the week. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.